Welcome to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast down the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kodos. With us, as always, is Sarancho. Hello. We did it. I did something that you listeners would like. This is not going to be an episode about Columbo or Urkel or these weird things that you don't understand. It kind of feel it kind of feels like an assault to hear about them. Did I just describe your whole life, Rancho? Yeah, uh-huh, pretty much. Okay. We saw One Piece colon red. Is that the name of it? I think so. Good enough. We saw the One Piece movie. Me, Rancho, Friday night. New York City. She's dressed to the nine. She's in like a cocktail dress with like one of those slits where like her leg pops out of it. I'm suited and booted. We see the goddamn One Piece movie. We get the large popcorn. We get the large Diet Coke. And I had a large amount of enjoyment at the One Piece movie. I didn't know who any of the characters were, really. (laughs) I know the straw hat guy, Rubber Man Luffy. I know him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. There's a, there was some girl, she could have been 12 or 21, I, I could not tell. There was a guy with three swords, I knew that. And then there were so many times in the movie where the movie was like, isn't it funny that this character's here? And I'm like, I don't know who that is, but yes, it is funny that there's a bear here. But who's with the bear? I beats the shit out of me. Man, I haven't watched One Piece since it was a four kids production. So I since you were like a little kid. Yeah, since I, so I'm pretty much on the same level as you, as One Piece. But oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Did you see how the audience kept laughing and they were like, ha, 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 recognition applause. They were like, oh, that's who that person's dad is. And I'm just like, would you stop mocking me with your One Piece knowledge, 19-year-old NYU students? Yeah, I felt mocked. Yeah, okay. I also felt mocked. There's a bear in the movie, and he gets like a full-on like pan over. There's a bear here. And then, okay, so the plot of the One Piece movie is there's like a an idol, a singing star. Yes. There's like a Japanese singing star, and she's the most popular singer in the world. And she's very famous on these, like, snails? They're snail. They're radios. They're kind of like radios, but are they living creatures? I missed that part. I think they're living creatures. <laughs> She's like a Twitch streamer, but she streams onto the backs of snails. Oh, by the way, listeners, I was also 30 minutes late. This would make a really good movie review series. You <laughs> you can't remember anything, and then I show up 30 minutes late. We try to piece together the movie. I could give you the whole plot. Like, look, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, I no, understand. I- Things. They're snails in the one piece. That's their iPhone. They're snails. Snails, yeah. Because it has a little keypad on it. Yeah. Why are you trying to move <laughs> us on past the fact that people stream onto the backs of snails I just, in the One Piece universe? I just didn't see it. I didn't see it with my eyes. They were they were snails in the third act. I know I was late, so I didn't see how they functioned. There were snails at the end of the movie because the lady was streaming on the snails and everyone was hypnotized. Whoa, spoiler alert. Oh, God. Oh, no. I just spoiled everything. Uh, Whatever. They know. They do? They know. Okay. Well, look. There was... Look. You just weren't paying attention to the snails. Okay. I guess so, yeah. All right. Well, look. Anyway, anyway. There's a bear, okay? And then the bear... 
loves the idol so much that like it pans over to the left and the bear is like fully kitted out and like all like a big hat and a jacket that's got the idol's name on it and the bear's got glow sticks whole audience is like oh my god this bear loves this idol i'm like i don't know who either of these characters are but damn if i don't like the idea that a bear is into a japanese singing star yeah you were having a good time there <laughs> i look it was really i really enjoyed it and look at one point monkey d luffy's like Arm turns to stone, and then he gets super ripped like Goku. And I'm like, what? I thought you were just like a rubber man. But no, he's like, he can make his rubber into big muscles and a stone arm now? Well, Asterius, you've how many episodes of One Piece have you seen? Like 10? I've seen six or seven, and but I really enjoyed them. Yeah, but he gets superpowers. It's like how, you know how at the end of time, Sailor Moon is like God? She doesn't start out as God. She slowly becomes God, like more powerful than God because she has to kill God or something. That sounds like real. That sounds like you're not just making stuff up. Yeah, no, it's something like that. Sailor Moon is like one of the most powerful anime, whatever. You can find a bunch of dumb, stale nerd takes on that on the internet. If you don't mind me saying... Can you tell me how Sailor Moon killed God real quick? No, I can't because I haven't seen the movie in so long. Okay, okay. But no, no, no. She's like, over time, she becomes more powerful. And I imagine that's what's happening with him, right? So you can't really speak on that because you got a hundred chapters. You got a thousand chapters of character development to get through. I just thought it was cool that Monkey D. Luffy had some sort of stone-armed Super Saiyan form. Like, I don't need to know how he had those powers or, frankly, why he didn't use them from the beginning. It seems like that would have saved a lot of time and helped a lot of people. (laughs) I mean, it's not like he had to eat a special, like, gum-gum banana that gave him stone-arm, like, rip. He looked like that guy from the memes. What meme? The one, like, the, the, the ultimate Sigma male? Oh, the the gray one. The ultimate Sigma Luffy was in this goddamn movie. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Someone steals Luffy's hat. He is fucking pissed about that. She almost tears it. This person, and I'm not going to say who the bad guy is, but this person, she's doing all sorts of stuff left and right, and she's doing all sorts of trouble, and Luffy's kind of, it's not a big deal. Oh, the moment they take Luffy's hat, it is I was just like, you just signed your death warrant, lady. Don't touch that guy's hat. Uh, way too much singing in this movie. Way too fucking much. You didn't like the songs? Way too much. No, there were multiple songs. There's like four songs that have absolutely nothing to do with, and it's not a musical. Stereos try to be like, well, that's what you get when you watch a musical. No, in no way is this a musical. The songs do not have exposition of any kind. It's just singles that they want to sell played over people fighting. I like the songs. I was like, oh, this is fun. I can see like, a little Japanese concert here. Look at me. I'm in the audience Friday night. I'm interested to see what's the Japanese concert. There's a lady running around over here. Well, if you're going to go to the One Piece movie, just know that you will spend half of it listening to singing. I really hated the singing that much. I did. It was distracting and annoying. Okay. You understand that without those songs, the movie would be like 30 minutes long, right? They had to put those songs in. Not much happens in the movie. Yes, and I also understand that it's a children's movie, but I'm still going to criticize it because I'm an adult and I went to go see it. Okay. Absolutely fair enough. 
You know, because the thing is, you missed like the first 10 minutes and like you missed literally, you just missed two songs. There was like another seven songs. Nothing really happened to them. All you missed was Monkey D. Luffy roasting like a huge thing of meat. Like that's his reveal. Like in Star Trek, they're at the con, the guy, the person's doing the Kobayashi Maru and the ship gets blown up and the doors open up and there's God lighting behind and Captain Kirk's here is like, wow, that's a character entrance. Monkey D. Luffy's character entrance was like, oh. Is a giant piece of meat. That's the biggest meat I've ever seen. And it's being roasted. Who's behind it? Luffy! Look at that adorable little fucker. He loves this goddamn meat. Well, okay. Well, I guess I also missed how the snail radios worked. <laughs> it's fair. They, they're just iPhones. If you know how an iPhone works, you know how the snail radio works. Gotcha. All right. So the thing I liked about this movie was that red-haired Shanks was in it. I, I guess he came came back. For this movie. Because wasn't he missing for like a thousand episodes or something? I do not know. I'm a thousand episodes behind. Ah, you was just nice. There's this guy. He's real sexy. This is like the sexiest dad I've seen since the Food Wars dad. Yeah, he's very good looking. He's almost as good looking as Soma's dad. Yeah. This guy was hot as hell. This redheaded Shanks. Running in with his pirate band, assaulting people on the physical plane while Monkey D. Luffy was assaulting people on the astral plane. They pulled a Star Trek The Next Generation All Good Things finale where they had to assault like the same villain from two different dimensional planes. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. I paid attention. Uh, I felt the urge. How I rate movies is uh, the number of times I felt the urge to check my phone. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel the urge to check my phone until a solid like three-fourths of the way through. So I give it a C plus. Okay. I give it an A plus. You don't really need to know what's happening in the in the world of the One Piece. There are a bunch of silly people and they're running around. One of them's got machine gum gum fists. Yo, did you see that? You no, see I when did he not. Did, you didn't see him use the machine gum gum fists? He made, like, 50 fists go crazy, this Monkey D. Luffy guy. Well, if you like Japanese pop rock music, uh, you're in for a treat because there's way too much of it. Here's the thing I'm happy about with this. This is why I'm excited to talk about hmm. this One Piece movie. Can you tell I'm excited to talk about this One Piece movie? I can. Okay. Do you think it's cringe to be ex this excited to talk about the One Piece movie? Yeah, a little bit. You do? On a scale of 1 to 10, I think it would be... Four out of ten, which is an acceptable level of cringe. I'll take it. Trying to think of something similarly cringe. Uh, shopping at Claire's as an adult for yourself. Like, it's cringe, but it's not so cringe that you'd be like, oh, I feel bad for that person. Sounds like you shopped at Claire's recently. I could. Did you? No. But you're thinking about I'm it. I'm thinking about it. There's a Claire's. It's very close to us. It is cringe, though. Do you want me to take you on a Claire shopping spree? No, because that's cringe. Four out of ten cringe, which is an acceptable level of cringe, but don't, don't overindulge. What if we do this? What if I walk you in there and I'm like, I insist you gotta buy everything at Claire's. And you're like, I don't wanna go to Claire's. And I'm like, you gotta go to Claire's. What if we make it my fault canonically to the people at Claire's? That's an 8.5 out of cringe. So, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredibly cringe. So you're saying adding more patter to or more lore. Did you miss the part where I said that being there, period, amen, is cringe? I thought I could make it less cringe by making it. I thought I could... Eat your cringe. No, I don't think so. Okay, that's not how it works? No, I'm sorry. Okay. So you're telling me 
You bring your 40-year-old fiancé in a Mega Man t-shirt into Claire's, and he just starts yelling about how he's going to buy you all the charm bracelets you want. Think that's worse? Yeah, I think you'd get kicked out, and I don't think you'd be allowed near schools anymore. You just then you just sneaking into Claire's <laughs> buying. What the hell are you even trying to buy at Claire's? Like those e-girl stamps? Yeah, you gotta. I buy uh, earrings because my ears are constantly infected, and they have cheap, good, nice ones there that won't turn your ears green. At Claire's? Yeah. Uh huh. Claire's is where you go for primo earrings? Oh, I just put, no, I just buy sterling silver ones. At Claire's? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't know that. All yeah. Right. All right. Well, look, the reason I'm excited about this One Piece movie is it was the number one movie in America last weekend. Number one. It beat the Rocks movie, Black Adam. It beat that uh, that Oscar contender, The Banshees, eventually. I'm sure there's other movies it beat because it beat all of them. It was number one, one Piece, Japanese import, anime, subtitles, number one movie in America. That's crazy. In the whole country for the whole weekend? Well, on Friday night only. Friday night only? On Friday night. On Friday night, it was a nut look. Saturday rolls around. <laughs> Boomers wake up. They all went to go see Black Adam. Okay. And they saw it on Sunday too. <gasps> yeah. Cause the boomers all went to sleep at six o'clock on, on Friday. Friday. Yeah, exactly. But, to, but for one brief shining moment, your thing, anime, that weeb shit, you, you know, I'm acting real, not acting, but like I'm very excited about this stuff because of you, right? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have seen the One Piece movie. Honestly, frankly, I think you're more into One Piece than I am at this point. I think you've seen more of it than I have. Well, okay, but but put it put aside who's seen water, who knows knows what lore. I'm trying. I'm showing an interest in your culture, your weeb culture, my weeaboo culture. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You see, I thought you'd be excited about it because it's like you're like king weeb. You're like the the head of the weeb committee. You know, the anime club in school or whatever. For one shining moment, for one Friday night, your culture was the monoculture. Like you guys won. Friday, you finally won. You're like those Marvel people who were there like comic book movies are now the now the thing. It's like you, you won for a night. Quit making shit up about me. I was never in no anime club. Don't accuse me of shit like that. You were never in an anime club. No, thank God. I that's the one thing I can go to hell and say I was not involved in ever. It was yeah, I went to BronyCon, but no, I was never in a high school anime club. Were you in a college anime club? No. What? There was one, though. How did you resist the siren song? Okay, now, if you don't mind me saying, you clearly thought about joining the college anime club. Walk me through your process. Rancho, she gets to college. She sees there's an anime club. What's she thinking? Uh, it smells terrible in there. So you went once. I did go one time, and I stayed for about 10 minutes. My uh, friend brought me there. We went, and it was like, you ever see a professor sit there and fiddle with like a projector thing mm-hmm. like an hdmi cord and they spend 20 minutes just fucking with the hdmi cord you just want to get up and do it for them <laughs> but <laughs> you don't it was that but then the room was putrid it smelled yes it really did smell it like unironic not a joke it did smell just like body odor not very strongly, but strong enough that I was like, oh, this room smells like body odor. Okay, I have a follow-up question just about the room. Did the anime club have like a permanent room? 
Or did they just meet in a classroom once a week? Oh, just an empty classroom. We didn't have like enough money for crap like that. Okay. So the smell is actually not the room. No, it just goes with the group. It's the group is what smells. Correct. How many people were in this anime club? Too like, many. <laughs> I'm going to say six. No, there were a lot of them. There were really? like 35 people in an anime club. Just all. It was like free time for nerds. Okay. What they were trying to do when I got there was they were trying to put up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just imagining them all building like a life-size Gundam one piece at a time and it keeps falling over. Okay, what were they trying to do? They were trying to get the projector set up or the HDMI thing working so they could play some stupid episode of some anime. I don't remember what okay. was popular that year. It was probably One Piece Man because okay. or One Punch Man because okay. that's when I went to college. Uh-huh. Um but they could get the picture up, no problem. But every time they played it, the sound wouldn't play through. And it was just playing through the laptop, so nobody <laughs> could hear it. <laughs> so they spent 25 minutes doing that while in every other quarter, an isolated group of kids just talked about whatever they wanted to talk about and ate chips. To me, this is amazing. Fantastical. <laughs> if there's any group of kids that knows how to, like, find the room's Chromecast streaming speaker settings and get the projector to talk to the computer and talk to the speakers. It's the anime club. Well, let me tell you, these fuck-ups did not. (laughs) This sounds to me like it must have been like, welcome to the anime club, all open club day. And they couldn't even get the sound working on the most important day of the, well, I guess, the most important day of the anime club would be Ocha's birthday, but the second most important anime day of the year. No, the first and the only important anime day of the year is the day that I went there because they had one chance to make a good impression. And I don't even think I saw any anime. I think I left before they got the projector going. Is it the kind of place where you wear your cape? No, but you could and only a certain section would look and look again. Okay. I just imagine it's like I can finally be free. I can wear my cape. Finally, a place I can wear my cape. The thing about capes is it's like having you look. Everyone thinks of capes is like for fat people and crazy people. Okay, it's a little blanket you have on you twenty four seven. If you're like trying to put your ATM number and your PIN number in the ATM, you could hold the cape over that. If it's too bright, you can hold the cape over your eyes. If, like, you're trying to smuggle, like, a big ham into the movies, I don't know who would. Maybe me. I'm Put sorry. Put it under the cape. Did you say capes are for fat people and crazy people? Yes. What What the fuck does capes are for fat people mean? In the 1980s, Orson Welles was known for a couple of things. Uh, his torrid love affair with Oya Kodar, uh, his increasing inability to get even small documentaries funded and his cape that he wore everywhere and was he a big fat fatty orson wells yeah well let's just say he played a entire planet in the transformers movie oh and i and i don't think that was blind casting i think they kind of knew what they were doing when they got the inventor of cinema to play a talking planet-sized transformer and that's what you were referencing. It's a thing. It's not a thing. Haven't you seen Homer wearing the cape? 
And big fat Homer? There is no thing. Crazy people wear capes, furries wear capes, and kids dressing up as superheroes. There is no like stereotype that fat people wear capes. What's wrong with you? I'm gonna I'm just gonna take a minute. I'm gonna pull up some pictures and I think you'll be proven wrong. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. I have a couple of pieces of evidence to back up my claim. What is your claim? My claim is that there's a stereotype that larger people wear capes. Okay. They're, they're known for it. Okay. Okay. Number one, the phrase fat guys wearing capes on TikTok, 2.9 million views. Number two, there's like a, looks like some sort of Japanese kind of 4chan. It's called the Shy High Network. Question, is it suitable for fat people to wear cloaks? What's good for fat people to wear cloaks and overcoat? Number three, somebody wrote an article, and this is like a plus-size positivity person. They wrote an article called Fatigories, Understanding the Fat Spectrum. And part of being on the spectrum is wearing capes, according to this blog. Where, elaborate. Sure. Uh, here we go. It looks like he uh, they went to the No Lose Conference in 2008, which must mean they don't want to lose weight. I so, guess so. So much that they went to a conference for it. And uh, here we have uh, some fat people at the conference even made capes, according to this article. Okay. So your evidence that there's a stereotype that fat people wear capes is the fact that you can search for a phrase on TikTok. And get 2.9 million responses? Not even million videos, million views, you said. Well, no. You, uh, let me look up. Thin guys wearing capes. Let's see how many that pulls up. There's no stereotype that anybody wears capes. That's what I'm telling you. Thin guys wearing capes? Zero responses on Google when put in all quotes. Now, fat guys wearing capes? Two responses. And That's 200% more responses. And two articles that exist on the internet. One that is not even in a language you can speak about capes and fat people. Well, in 2016... Please don't read me another article that just happens to mention the word fat people and capes in it. Well, in 2016, it looks like there's like a local high school football blog. Oh, here. really? Is that what I just said you not to read to me? Here, and uh, someone wrote, I hope no old fat guys wearing capes are trying out. And you guess how many... MGO points this comic got. Not 101. What the fuck are you even talking about? What is your point? What are you trying to say? I'll give you one more piece of evidence. Okay, go ahead. Do you just talk just to hear yourself talk sometimes? Go to Google Image Search. All right, I'm going. All right, are you there? Just search for fat guys wearing capes in Google Image Search. Okay, This see, this was the penulate thing I sued. I assumed you were going to bring us evidence is the fact that you can Google the phrase fat guys wearing capes. This is the why that you've taken us through so much nonsense for absolutely no reason. Instead of just admitting that you just spat something out without saying it. This is truly you talking is truly wasting people's time. What has this been 20 minutes? How long we've we been recording for? Hey, listeners, sorry you're not getting any content or anything. We got to go down this weird rabbit hole that Asterios just made up right now to kind of prove something that he maybe might think he can talk about. Thank you, Asterios. Thank you so much. Anyway, uh, you were saying it's a stereotype. Listener, why don't no. you call in and tell us if it's a stereotype that fat guys wear capes? Do me a favor. How about this? Just look up capes. No. I'm going to do it right now. I'm do just, it. I'm just looking up capes. 
got voicemails. Listeners, we got voicemails today. You know why we never get to voicemails? Because the stereos has to take us down this winding lane of nothing. Instead of just saying, no, oh, man, I couldn't. I don't know what I said that. Like, oh, yeah, no, capes, capes. Uh, you could Google fat guy wearing capes. There, you see? I present to you my final piece of evidence that there is a stereotype that larger men wear capes. Okay, what is it? Okay, I'm going to send you several photos, several stills from the episode of The Simpsons, King-Sized Homer. Now, in this episode of The Simpsons, Homer, who's already a bigger guy, intentionally gains 400 pounds so he can get disability and work from home. This is the fattest Homer Simpson is canonically, and you'll never guess what he wears to the movie theater. Is it a cape? It's a fucking cape. That's why. That's right. You know why? Because in comedies and parodies, when we're trying to like take things to the nth degree, sometimes we find these like semiotic signifiers where it's like, wow, this guy is so fat, he's doing blank. He's washing himself with a rag on a stick. This guy is so fat, he's eating a garbage bag full of popcorn. Homer's so fat, he's wearing a cape. Listener, I brought in EGs today. What I wanted to do was talk about Nathan Masry and make fun of him. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you even talking about? Why don't you come? I'll Listen, s- you are so desperate to cover your ass that you just looked up an episode of The Simpsons where a fat guy wears a cape. Where the f- Homer Simpson, it, it's the fattest Homer's ever been. This is been. so fucking stupid. You're going to listen back to this and be like, man, I sound so fucking stupid. No, you know what? You're going to listen back to this and you're going to go, wow, I was wrong. Okay. I, Sarantia, was wrong because how about this? Why do you think king-sized Homer is wearing a cape? Asterios, it's this type of disconnection with the world around you that got you into that gym fight with that guy. Like, just how you think laying on the bench in between 20-second reps and playing three minutes of Hearthstone is not a big deal. The people that are waiting for that bench do see that as a big deal. Okay, well, first off, I agree that I was wrong about that. And now... Somebody left a voicemail about that. And now I've started timing my rests. If I'm... I, at a minute, I look at the clock. The clock has... There's a gym clock with like a second hand. As a minute goes by, I start doing it again because I was wrong about that. You're going up. Why won't you answer my question? Why do you think Homer's wearing a cape? What's it called? What's the episode called? It's called King-Sized Homer. Okay, I'm going to Google the plot real quick because sure. I've never seen it. Okay. It's not a fucking cape. Yes, it is. Are you blind? Are you talking about the blue and the flower thing? No, no. That's the muumu he's wearing, which is another thing that is synonymous with bigger people, which is why they put him in a muumu, because it's funny. Okay, Because well, fat guys wear muumus and fat guys wear capes. A muumu is not a fucking cape. He's wearing the cape over the muumu? No, I see it. Uh, and when you scroll half of the page down. Yes, I agree with you. This scene does have a cape in it. Do, do, do me, just come. Just look at this. Homer in a cape. Homer in a cape. Homer, uh, where is yeah, it? Hey everybody, Asterios for this episode has successfully looked on Google Images and found three still shots of episodes where Homer wears a cape. Ergo, it is a stereotype that fat guys wear capes. You heard it here first. Sound logic. Way to go, liberal. If you're not answering my question, why... Would they put? Why did they put Homer in a muumu and a cape? Why? They could have put him in a tuxedo. They could have put him in a propeller hat. They could have put him in a jetpack. They could have put him in a scuba suit. Why did they put him in a cape? I don't know why. You know why? 
because fat guys wear capes. And they were like, this is the fattest Homer's ever been. We should put him in a cape like fat guys wear. Yeah, sure. You know what? You've changed my mind. If it will make us done with this conversation, you've changed my mind. I got a question for you. Yeah. Why are you so hell-bent on believing that fat guys don't wear capes? I'm not. What the fuck do you mean I'm hell-bent on believing that fat guys don't wear capes? I'm. Try, you don't disprove a negative. That's not how this fucking works. I'm not obsessed with the opposite of what you're obsessed with because you're obsessed with it. I'm just saying you're wrong. I'm not obsessed with it. All I did was just very quickly bring up... The fat guys wear capes. And then go on a 25-minute tangent when I said that that's not a thing. I proved it successfully. You didn't. If Homer was super skinny, do you think he'd be in a cape? Yeah, I think he would. Why? You know why? Because there's a picture of him with his hands like this wearing cape, and I think he has a donut on his shirt. And he's uh, normal-sized. Okay, well, first off, he's not normal. So that's when he dresses up as the pie man uh like a superhero who throws pies at people and he starts out good but then eventually pie man becomes evil okay so normal and fat ergo no correlation fuck you no i mean he's dressed up like a superhero like that i agree that superheroes wear capes of course they do here's how this conversation started by the way because clearly you've forgotten how this conversation no, i started. remember exactly how this conversation started well then tell me as you said something like Oh, you know, like a fat guy in a cape and blah, blah, blah. And I said, a fat guy in a cape? What is that? And you said, oh, you know, because like fat guys wear capes. And I said, that's not a thing commonly associated with fat guys. And you felt the need to talk about it for 25 minutes and desperately Google images and uh, article, Washington Post articles in Japanese about fat guys wearing capes to prove some kind of incoherent point. It's not an incoherent point. You know, you could have just rolled with it, by the way. I was just, you don't want to, honestly, the fact You could have just fucking, if you were going that route, you could have just said, oh, yeah, that's not a thing. It, but it is a thing. But and it's I know not a fact, thing. It is a thing. I know for a fact it's a thing. Because, look, I was just, you know, you and I could have had a fun little conversation about the functionality of capes, how capes are great. You could, I was just saying you could hide a whole ham under a cape. Your ATM thing, you know, like when I'm out babysitting my nieces, what if it starts to rain? No, no umbrella, no problem. Get under the cape, kids. Like a chicken. Yes. Like a chicken, like a little baby chicks get under their mom. Like, think of all the things you could do with a cape. Let's say it's snowing outside and you don't have a sled. You lay down the cape and you slide down the cape. Let's say you're in a taxi and a baby's being born. (laughs) The baby's being pulled. She just pulled out her vape pen. I've never seen someone so angrily vape in my life. Let's say a baby's being born in yeah, a taxi. No, go ahead. Baby in a taxi. Yeah, let's say a baby's being born in a taxi, and they're shivering. They're cold. You wrap them up in your cape. Let's say you're watching the New York City Marathon. Those people wear capes too, by the way. They wear those weird foil capes. Like, and then, and then someone and they're shivering, they don't have a cape. You give them your cape. They go, it's a, take a cape, leave a cape, have a cape, need a cape. It's a cape economy. <laughs> <laughs> All I was doing was talking about how cool capes were. I've, I, I very briefly mentioned the fat people wear capes. And then you 
called me on it, and that's why we're here. Because you couldn't just let the conversation flow. I wanted to know what it meant, and I thought you might have had something when you said yes, but then you didn't. Orson Welles, Homer Simpson, that blog where someone wrote, Why Do Fat People Wear Capes? That one comment on that on that uh, local high school football people of fat guys yeah, wearing capes. Uh, and TikTok or something. 2.9 million TikToks? Listeners, call in, please, and tell us. Do fat guys wear capes? What's the deal here? It's not, you know... When you say things about your generation, when you're like, hey, kids eat cake by the ocean. I, I don't go, no, they don't. So your generation is fat guys? Wearing capes. No, it's not. Yes, it That's is. It's not a demographic. When you guys start talking about eating cake by the ocean, I don't go, no, you don't do that. How dare you do that? I go, I go, I get it. <coughs> you people do things differently, and that's fine. In my generation, fat guys were known for being caped. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree then, because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, Chief. It's okay. It's okay to be proven wrong. I was not proven wrong. I, you were proven stupid. I've given you so much. I've given you a mountain of evidence. You know what they say? To the doubter, no evidence is enough. And to the true believer, no evidence is required. I guess that's true. But this time I had evidence. I don't believe you. I'm not a true believer. Clearly not. All right. All right, listeners. Okay. All right, fine. Listeners, weigh in on whether or not fat guys wear capes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after this is more of the loudest podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the loudest podcast. Now, if I sound even zippier than usual, it's because I'm now on something called dextroamp amphetamine. Amphetamine. Oh, that's good. You don't think this means amphetamine, right? Amphetamine? You think that might be how it's pronounced? Amphetamine? No, it doesn't have the E on the end. <laughs> amphetamine. It just says amphetamine. This must be a completely different, super safe drug. Definitely not meth. I went, I went to the psychiatrist and I was like, I took a bunch of ADHD tests on my podcast and they were like, they started flashing red and screaming like seek mental help immediately. And I was like, which is weird because I printed them out on a piece of paper. And I think this is the trick because the whole time on the way to the psychiatrist, I'm like, God damn it. I hope he gives me the goddamn pills. I hope he doesn't make me go to like six sessions and put a, a weird helmet on my head that takes a picture of my brain and like and like do a thing where like I touch my nose and have to walk a straight. It's like, don't make me beg for the pills. Yeah, I hate going through that. I feel like a dog, like going through this series of tricks and you have to know which answers to say. Like I've gotten depression pills and had to play the game so many times. I know exactly what to say. It's like I hate it. I don't know why they're in America there is drama to whether or not we get healthcare, but it's like if you don't answer me these riddles three, like the troll under the bridge, don't give you your pills. So I think to myself, like, here's what you gotta do, Coconos. You gotta think past the sale. I don't go in there and sit down and go, I think I might have ADHD. I don't go in there and say, like, tell me about ADHD. I wonder if I have it. I sit down and I immediately go. I'd like a prescription for ADHD medication, please. Boom, we're in business. This big fat psychiatrist opens up his cape and he's got pills, 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 pills on the inside. See, I don't know. See, every time I've ever went to the psychiatrist with the aim of getting drugs, I've done the opposite thing. Like I've done the song and dance. 
where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I think I might have uh, all these symptoms that I looked up on Google on the ride here on the train. And I think I'm going to weave uh, you a tale about how they interrupt my daily life so I can get some of those sweet Xanax bars I know you have. I have to, I have to, it's like a game. You have to unlock the right words. You have to click on the right words and then you get the Xanax. <laughs> You're doing like the Socratic method to get the Xanax. Yeah, exactly. You just put words together, make them come out of your mouth, and if they're the right words, you get the Xanax. You're treating like Jeopardy, like uh, this patient is a nervous, depressed, and anxious. What could help her? Yeah, what do I say? Cut combination. Oh, Xanax is long lasting. You got to look up the difference between them too. So Ativan kicks in immediately and Xanax <laughs> is long lasting. And you got to know that beforehand because you got to format your answers <laughs> to fit the effects of the pill, the effects of how you want to get fucked up. Damn. I didn't know my fiance was hiding <laughs> bars around the house. I don't have bars. You don't, you don't have bars? I don't, know. Oh, damn it. Is that what Xanax is? The bars? Yeah, that's Xanax. Okay. I have Ativan. You have Ativan? Yeah, but that's not the like it prescribed to me normally. I didn't go out and get that. You didn't get that from a college kid? No, I didn't get it from like the street or something. Okay. I mean, I kind of that's pretty much how I got my uh, Dextro whatever the hell. But yeah. I would do. I could get bars from your guy. I want to go to your guy and get bars. I'm in and out of there in 8 minutes. 8 goddamn minutes. The most expensive yet rewarding eight minutes of my life. I go, I'm looking for a prescription for ADHD medication. He goes, well, there's several. You could do this or this or that or that. And it's just, just like, oh my, it's like he's giving me like the showroom tour of all these pills. He's not asking me like if I have the symptoms. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. And then he says, you know what? I'm giving a lot of the kids now. <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> he goes, I'm giving them this time, this Adderall where you don't take it every day because a lot of my kids, they were taking the Adderall every day, but then towards the end of the day, they were getting the shakes. <laughs> and I was like, do tell doctor, <laughs> tell me what all the teenagers getting the shakes under your care. He goes, so my new thing is just a little, I give them a big bottle of Adderall and they just take it when they need it. You got to do your homework? You take some Adderall. You want to lay out in the park? Don't take any Adderall. He's treating like Popeye spinach. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like something everybody should just have. Oh, yes. that person. Why doesn't everybody have Ritalin or whatever you've got there? I don't know. Look, he offered Ritalin and Concerta and Vivance or something, but we decided on Adderall. So I think here's what I had going for me. That this psychiatrist that my doctor, like my regular doctor recommended, he did not take insurance. Like my regular doctor was like, I want to warn you, this guy don't take insurance. And I was like, now I want to see him twice as hard. Good. <laughs> exactly. Because it's just like, all right, cash on the table. Here we go. When they take insurance, it takes like seven months to see the fucking psychiatrist. Like when I was younger and I had like good insurance, like from television shows. I, they would, I would call my insurance company and they'd be like, here's a list of all the psychiatrists in a 20 mile radius. And I'd call all of them and like, none of them would be taking new patients. These people that don't take insurance, they're incentivized to just see you and go and go and go and go and just make the money. It's like McDonald's for these people. I you know what I mean? You, yeah, it's a volume I, business. I think you discovered just the counter argument for socialized medicine. 
It's doctors that don't take insurance. Yeah, you like this high level of customer service and how you went immediately got drugs and left? Yeah, there's a group of people that might enjoy talking to you. They're called libertarians. Here's why I think the doctor that don't take insurance is more likely to give you the pills. Because if you don't get those pills on that first visit, that doctor knows he is never seeing you again. Absolutely the fuck not. And there, and there, there's no more co-pays, no more $250, nothing. I'm going to find another doctor who's going to give me the pills. Right, because the insurance can make you play that dumb game. Yes. Because they'll be like, oh, otherwise it's a bill- billion, million dollars. Sorry, that's what, that's what it costs. Because they know they can. Yeah. I didn't have to, like, swear on my life that I had ADHD and, like, get, like, the nurse that works at the insurance company to, like, approve it. Like, no, no, no. This guy goes tap, 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 tap on the computer. And then he goes, you go to the right around the corner. I go to the right around the corner that day. Boom. They have me 120 dextroamphetamine. Awesome. Not bad. That's great. Yesterday, I sit down to work. And usually when I, I can't do my work, usually I, can, I just, I can't, I can't do my work. I don't want to do it. I can't do it. Like I have to trick myself. Like I got, I'll play an hour of a video game, then do a minute of work and then play an hour of a video yeah. game and then take a nap. I sit down on my computer. I crack my knuckles. I open up my work. I take the Adderall. Before I know it, eight hours have gone by. I've like achieved a gigantic stack of fucking work. Today, I took two Adderalls because I'm like, maybe I'll get twice as much work done. Big mistake. I should not have done that. I was shaky and upset all day and nervous, and it was weird all day. Did your heart explode? My heart didn't explode. That is one of the things that they warn about on the side effect. Oh, by the way, psychiatrist told me what none of the side effects or like potential warnings might be. I had to learn all these warnings from like the piece of paper Rite Aid printed out. Oh, really? That he didn't even tell you? He didn't even make you sign that thing that's like, hey, I know that this could make my heart explode. No, because I went to a psychiatrist a long time ago on insurance, and the guy was like, I'm not giving you ADHD medication. It's going to make your heart explode. That I've had a doctor tell me almost the exact same thing. This doctor said, I'm going to give you 120 of these, so you'll have no choice but to start dealing them to teenagers. Like, it would be... Fiscally irresponsible for you to not become an Adderall dealer. Right, I'm prescribing you both pills and an extra income stream. This is a great goddamn doctor. Now, look, it's a okay, corner of this. I got to look out for heart-related problems, number one. Yeah, no shit. You're eating meth. Sudden death in patients, stroke, increased blood pressure. It says also here, new or worse aggressive behavior or hostility. That did happen to me at the post office. It took them 25 minutes for them to give me a sheet of stamps. I wasn't even trying to mail something. I just went in there and I said, I'd like 25 international stamps, please. Took tw- I timed it, 25 goddamn minutes. Eventually, I asked to speak to the manager who walked away while I was talking to him. Yeah, that sounds like the post office. Did you know that that would have been the second time I've seen somebody scream at the post office? Do you remember then that guy stood there? We were at the post office one time, and this guy was waiting in line for something like an hour, and so he freaks the fuck out and starts screaming. He's like, I want a manager, I want a manager, I want a manager. So he's running around cursing, and they're like, yeah, we're getting a manager for you, dickweed. So he walks around, he paces for like 10 more minutes like a wolf in a cage, and then before just leaving and fucking off, and I have happened to be the next person in line at the package counter and this gigantic black woman comes over and is like, are you the one screaming for a manager? I'm like, no, he left. I swear to God, it was not me. But to be fair to that crazy guy, what if that was his first day on Adderall and he had 
new or worse aggressive behavior or hostility like yeah. I had. Yeah. This is another thing I got to look out for. Unexplained wounds on my fingers or toes. What the fuck? Yeah. It's weird. It's scary. There's something called Raynaud's phenomenon. What on earth is that? You get sores on your fingers. And Adderall toes. frostbite. Got it. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why. I got to I got to keep an eye out for it. But this is what I like. This is my favorite thing. So the the Rite Aid says here, remember that this medication has been prescribed because your doctor has judged that the benefit to you is greater than the risk of side effects. <laughs> so it's pretty much, well, right, it is just telling you straight out, it's like, look, you're going to throw hands at a post office manager, okay? You just got to keep that baked in. But you'll be able to get your work done for once. Yeah, you got to take it before you to get your work done and not before you go to the post office to stand in line. Yes. If you don't have to be running or thinking fast. <laughs> Don't do it. And then on the way out, he gives me this like little sheet here. It's like three pages. I'm like, oh, I'll make your brain. It's called Some Basics for Better Brain Health. And it says, oh, exercise. You got to exercise. It says, oh, okay. Take a microbiotics for your gut flora. And then it says, talk transpirational and affirmational arm self-havening. Oh, my God. And it says that you're supposed to begin the affirmational arm self-havening cycle where you choose to be hopeful, loving, lovable, grateful, joyful, kind, patient, successful, safe, hopeful, peaceful, calm. What does that mean? Oh, my God. You found a, a doctor that only exists to hand out like prescription, 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 prescription. When you Google, sometimes uh, when I'm around this one area of Pennsylvania, if you Google like, uh, weed doctor Philadelphia, like some guy has named his business Get Weed Prescription Philadelphia. That's like good. this doctor just exists to hand out Valium. I think I need to go to him in a series of disguises because <laughs> he's going to know it's me. I'm going to know he knows it's me. He just needs some sort of plausible deniability. Like, I got to get a bunch of this, these pills before he gets put in jail. Yeah, you got to. You got to give me his number. Okay, I'll get a bunch of pills and you get a bunch of pills and we'll stockpile the pills together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll pour them all into one super pill and we'll podcast for 48 hours straight. We get one of those big Tupperware containers and we just fill it with pills. <laughs> then we will survive the pill winter. And then, you know, and we could put some out for Halloween and won't that be nice? Yeah, exactly. The kids could come take a handful who the f look i know this is a very boomer observation the idea that people believed that rainbow fentanyl was being handed out for halloween is the dumbest i imagine it's incredibly difficult to get fentanyl let alone awesome cool rainbow colored fentanyl why would anyone just give away their fentanyl to kids who don't probably won't even enjoy it that much yeah they're not even gonna know where to buy it they're eight what's the point of that if you can't get a new customer the reason why you give out free samples you dumb shit is to bring back a new customer the eight-year-old girl doesn't even have a cell phone what is getting her hooked on heroin gonna do this doctor knows how to get a repeat customer give me 120 samples right here look bottom line I mean, this is really funny, this goddamn, this, these pills I'm taking, but I do think this is helpful. It was amazing. I got a bunch of work done today, too. Normally, I would have just gone to sleep and, like, like hidden from my work. 
I did. You saw how hard I was working today. Yeah, no, I do think you have ADHD. I think you unironically do have ADHD. So those pills probably make you feel what normal people feel like when yeah. they've had a cup of coffee. Yeah, it was weird. We were out last night at eight o'clock, and I wasn't like asleep. Yeah, I had the I had the, I had the energy of someone who's awake at eight p.m. I imagine anybody with eyes could see that. I imagine even if you didn't go to like Dr. Sunshine or ooh, whatever the fuck his name is that you probably could have gotten a prescription for ADHD because goddamn you do show the symptoms. I do? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I do too. Now, I know you've had trouble with doctors in the past like giving you the medications you need like do you want me to recommend you to this doctor? Like, you want to see my doctor? No, because I feel like the only thing I could get from him at this point that isn't a stimulant, which I don't think I should do, would be like Xanax. But I feel like every episode of uh, Intervention that I watch where people end up on heroin, they always 100% of the time start on painkillers. And I feel like that's a precursor to that. Okay. I know they're different things, but I, I don't know. It just It just doesn't feel like a good slope to go down. I don't know. Look. But let me tell you, this guy, absolutely fantastic. He has got the market cornered. He probably sees just a rotating door of NYU students all fucking day looking for Adderall. I mean, th th he's really figured it out. If you can cram five patients into an hour, you've just made so much goddamn money. And you don't even have to fill out the stupid paperwork and send it to the stupid insurance company. And then eight months later, maybe they'll send you some money. I would be surprised if this guy made less than like $700 an hour. I paid two fifty to see him. For eight minutes, yeah. All he needed to do to get that would be three people like you. Yeah, that's exactly. I think this guy's making like $1,500 an hour easy. This guy's living the fucking life. Now look, will taking Adderall make me like the characters on that HBO show? What's it called? Sunshine? What? That HBO show with the teenagers and they're all having, they're all fooling around. Euphoria. Yeah. Is it going to make, is Adderall going to make me like a euphoria? Like, because I, I imagine they take Adderall, right? They probably crush it up and snort it. No, they take heroin. <laughs> oh, they've, they've gone right over Adderall. Huh? Yeah, they take heroin and uh, cocaine and also they um, uh, smoke weed and, but that's less serious, I guess. I don't know why I used that one as the last one. No, it's okay. I mean, you didn't know I would ask about this. That's actually kind of disappointing. I wanted to be cool like the kids on Euphoria. I thought this would like make me like hip like with the kids. You're hip like an NYU student. Everyone of them has Adderall. I guess. I gotta start doing heroin to be cool. Do they do fentanyl on that show? One time, but it's a bad thing. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. What happens when they do fentanyl on that show? There's just like a big scary drug dealer and Zendaya happens to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. He's like, Zendaya, I'm the big scary drug dealer, so I want to get everybody hooked on fentanyl. Do this fentanyl. And then uh, the guy that she's there with is like, bro, can you just like leave her alone? She's a high school girl. And he's like, you're gonna give her Right, and, but she ends up not doing it. But I think later she does fentanyl. So it's not that she doesn't want to do fentanyl. She just wants it to be her choice. She doesn't want it to do fentanyl at first, but then she ends up doing it, I think, because she has a lack of heroin. Heroin and getting it is usually the problem for Zendaya's character on okay. this show. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
It's not staying sober. It's just finding heroin, finding ways to hide heroin and pills. This is a pretty crazy high school these kids go to. I feel bad for these kids. Nothing. It's nuts. They get up at four in the morning to glue rhinestones to their eyes for school. They do what? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Why are they doing this? I don't know, because they're euphoria characters. Does it look cool? It does look very cool. All right, I gotta get some rhinestones, some glue, some fentanyl. I'm gonna get a fentanyl. <laughs> I know a doctor who might hook me up with the rainbow variant. Yeah, rare chase fentanyl. God damn, limited edition. All right, listeners, tell us whether or not fat. All right, I put up a Twitter poll while we were waiting. Do fat guys wear capes? And here are the results. I'm ready for now, this. Now look, this is only we're only 31 votes in. Okay. This, this poll only went up a couple of minutes ago. The question is, do fat guys wear capes? Now, your two options are, one, they're ape for capes. Two, uh, no. 71% of people say they're ape for capes. Are you serious? Uh, you can look at, well, you have a phone. Look at twitter.com slash stereos. 31 votes. They're ape for capes. Be fucking for real. They only did that because it's the funny one. Now, I specifically asked you before I launched this poll if you could come up with a rhyming no option. Yeah, I couldn't on last second notice. That just means that you wrote a funnier joke than me, which I agree. Okay. How about this? I'll make another poll that just says yes or no. Okay, do it. All right, I will. All right, let's see here. Let's see what the comments say. Oh, Captain Underpants, it's another fat guy that wears a cape you forgot about. Someone says, you bet your sweet bippy I do. And I believe that's a, I think that's a line from Full House. That's fun. Is it? That's a reference from me. The ones with taste do, says Cheesy Man Fredo. And he's the guy that made that tweet where if big artists don't retweet you, they're monsters. And a lot of people got so fucking angry. They got so angry at the drawing. The clown fucker? That guy. He's with me on this. <laughs> the drawing. Listeners, you go to twitter.com slash stairs. You vote in the do fat guys where it's the it's the question on every American's lips. This is the stupidest fucking episode of this show I think we've ever recorded. Our fat guy's known for wearing capes. Um, you can also leave a voicemail at 848-863-5343. You can email stereos.coconos at gmail.com. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago we said next week guaranteed voicemail segment, we promise. And then we didn't do it we for didn't, multiple weeks. We didn't do it at all for weeks and weeks and weeks. Well... We're doing it, okay? We're doing it. Yeah, here's some primo selections. This first voicemail is called Universal Vape Buying Experience. Hello, it is Kenny the Witch again. Hello! With some stoner knowledge, I guess, because I was listening to the episode, and you're talking about how fucking, like, what they call them, bud tenders? That's such a horrible name. It is. Uh, yeah. It's very cringe. Them, hey, can I buy a, a weed vape? And I tried that, too, the first time I moved to Seattle. And then they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Why does later, nobody know what it is? I said, can I get, like, a dab pen or a cartridge? And then they still get a little confused because <laughs> I think they're also just stones behind the counter. Oh. But uh, at least it gets results faster to say, hey, got to get a weed vape because I, I don't know. A I just cartridge. Don't know, how they, don't know what it is. They sell it. I go there every week. Yeah, I don't know why these stupid like, idiots. I, I hate weed people. All right, I'm hitting stop on this voice. I don't know why these stupid fucking idiots. See, this is a universal thing. That's happening in Seattle, which I imagine is the second capital of weed right behind Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. 
Am I fucking crazy? Why does nobody know what this is called? Kimmy the Witch raises a really good point that we didn't realize. They're all high. <laughs> That's true. You could ask them for like a glass of water or what is the address of our current location? They would not be able to help you. That's true. Oh my God, I did forget about that. I guess you can't stop. If you work at McDonald's, you're going to eat cheeseburgers all day. Goddamn right you are. Vape pen, weed pen, vaporize. Like, okay, Kimmy the Witch is going in there and they're saying, I want a dab pen. There's there's nothing else that could be. Yeah, I mean, vape cart is what I've been saying recently. Okay. But that's even that is like 50% of the time. They have no fucking clue what I'm saying. I think what we've realized is you have to show them the thing. Like, you have to. You have to pull out the pen and point at it and go, I need the this. The this, please, sir. Yeah, okay. Then they'll get it. Wow, I'm glad we're not alone on that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of big questions that need answering, uh, this one is called Stinky V-Joke Revealed. Hey, Asterios, Sriracha. This is Juanita Christblaster. Hello. And I believe that I've solved the mystery of the Stinky V. Okay. So the play itself is going to be similar to the climax of the Mighty Ducks film. Mm -hmm. um, the players progress the puck down the ice in a V-shaped formation. Mm -hmm. But the key difference is that prior to the game, Meg shoved a hockey puck <gasps> until it came time for the game-winning shot. Now, this puck did such irreparable damage because it was so that the Zamboni driver just fucked right off and said, I quit. Flying V plus stinky vagina equals stinky V. Okay, Thank I have you. to hit stop. Thank you for that explanation, Juanita Rice Blaster. <laughs> I don't like a lot of the language they used, but goddamn if they didn't get results. That explains everything. The puck is constantly on the ice. If that puck is like searing and boring holes in the ice... Of course the Zamboni driver's going to quit. They didn't sign on for this. Right, it's just dump a bucket of acid on the ice. Now, I think the thing, the problem with this is, why would you let the coach use their own puck? Because what I would do is I would get a radio-controlled, remote-controlled drone puck, and I would be battle-botting it into the net. Yeah, I guess that would make more sense. Yeah, because this is what happened with the, what was it, Tom Brady? Remember the deflate gate where like that one team like inflated the footballs and they used their own footballs and it caused a problem? Oh yeah, that was Tom Brady, wasn't it? I don't know. I remember they said the guy cheated, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, okay. That was a thing. It's like, it, and especially a puck in the condition that Juanita Christ Blaster, longtime listener, is describing. Yeah, exactly. How are you gonna how are you gonna sneak that under the you gotta get like a like a coal miner's glove. Yeah, you'd like, have to keep it in a box like to prevent the from escaping before you put the play into motion. You gotta get one of those Tupperwares with that you can burp <laughs> to like vacuum it in there. Although the goalies are wearing the big mitts. So maybe the goalie does the puck switcheroo and you don't even know. The goalie's like wearing all this like outfits and equipment and stuff. Maybe the goalie has like a hermetically sealed super pouch. Yeah, that's something we didn't think about is a hermetically sealed pouch with a hockey puck that had been... Okay, I get it, I'm going to have to bleep that too. Meg's pussy vagina cunt. <laughs> Let's listen to the next voicemail. Yeah. It's called Garfield. 
Tell me where he is. I told you I don't know. Don't make me press the button. Now, Garfield, I can't take it anymore. Holy fuck. I'm coming. Uh, Lois. Uh, uh. Why did you... Thank you. <laughs> what? Thank you to the gentleman who submitted that. You know, you're supposed to be doing like some quality control here, right? This is quality control. That was one of the better ones. It's that bad, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. Look, I loved it. I love the voicemail. What's I don't know the plot of it. Here, I'm going to play the beginning again. Yeah, okay. Just play the whole thing again. Well, I, it's only 14 seconds. Tell me where he is. I told you I don't know. Who's he? Who's Garfield? <laughs> so Gar- okay. Garfield, that's Peter Griffin under duress. Well, who's he looking for? Uh, Chris. Wait, no. Nathan Masry. That's the only thing I can think of, yeah, too. Yeah, it has to be. Is that Peter Griffin... Has kidnapped Nathan Masry to make like Stewie Eats. Stewie Eats, yes, that's it. And it's pizza shaped like a football. And he'd have a giant uh, photo shoot of him in a red overall suit. And then it would be, he would post incessantly on his Instagram about how he'll be taking over the world soon because that's the only thing he knows about Stewie is in the first couple seasons, that was the baby's thing in 1999. Is the baby wanted to take over the world? I'm Nathan Mazarin and I hate mom. Victory belongs to me. It's me, Nathan. And come to Stewie eats no broccoli. He hates the broccoli. Love. Football shaped pizza head. Stewie love pizza. Oh, geez. <laughs> no place to buy licensed Stewie pizza. Authentic. Authentic. Licensed Stewie. We, we are going to talk. Okay, listeners, some, a little bit EG's of homework. This is so fucking Go funny. Go to dude. the EG's website. We're going to, because we're talking about it next week, listeners. Go to the EG's website. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the Discord now. The copy is so good. I think he's kind of outdone himself with this. He he made a worse website than Garfield Eats. He has. And I told myself a serious back when Scooby Doo Eats died, I was like, all right, I'm done giving this guy attention. I don't want to, like, I can follow him in my downtime, but enough talking about him on this show and sending people to his Discord and shit. But then he does this. And I actually, sat down and read the whole EG's website the other day and I was like god damn it you just pulled me right back in even for him it makes no sense and it's terrible it makes even less sense than Garfield Eats and Scooby-Doo Eats if you can believe that listener at least with the Garfield Eats and Scooby-Doo Eats website I knew that I was getting a pizza or a hot dog I don't know what I'm getting with this website. Not that you can buy anything on it anyway or sell anything on it because originally you were supposed to be able to sell. Let's talk about this next it's week. It's a Shopify that? store. It's but a really, it's, really complicated Shopify store. It, the whole point. Okay, we'll talk about it next week. All right, next voicemail. Harvestor here. Hey, Harvestor. And I'm sure that, as you know, the McRib is currently back. Yeah. And McDonald's is claiming that it is the farewell tool. Now, I think we all know that this is bullshit, it'll come back in another year like <laughs> yeah, it always of does. Course. But if McDonald's were to kill the McRib in the street <laughs> and leave it to die, which fast food company do you think would pick up the slack? This is a good question. My gut says Burger King. Rancher, you got something? I'm ready to come out and say it, and nobody's going to like this answer, and they're going to attack me because it's the truth, but it's Arby's. You think Arby's would create a McRib clone? Like a pork sandwich? Like a, I think there, if there is a hole in the market 
for a dumb barbecue sandwich. Well, McDonald's has the dumb corner. And part of the reason why I like it is it because it does have a dumb name and it does look dumb. But it is, I like it. I like the way it tastes. If we had a company make a good pork sandwich, it would probably be Arby's. But y'all don't want to have that conversation because you just want to clown on Arby's, but it's good. I like the beef and cheddars. I genuinely feel like we've gone all the way past. Like I know in the 90s, there were a lot of like Arby's gives you diarrhea jokes. Everyone knows Arby's is good now. They probably have a good pork sandwich already that's just slathered in barbecue sauce. I don't know. It feels like something they might, they could actually have in the near future. I don't think I've ever eaten one from there. No, I haven't either. But like every time I go to, no, it's rare, but like when I've gone to Arby's, it's just so much fucking sauce and then there's some shredded meat in there. I don't know that Arby's would make a McRib. Maybe Popeye's would. Maybe Popeyes would be like, we're going to come to the rescue. McDonald's said they're getting rid of the McRib. We got a new thing. It's called the Chick Rib. It's a chicken sandwich, but it's got the McRib sauce on it. We know you only care about the sauce because have you ever done the thing with like a plastic knife where you've like scraped the McRib sauce off? Yeah, it's gray. It's not black like a burger bun. No. Like like a burger patty. They have patties that look like patties yeah no i've seen them they're gray they come in the uh when they're frozen yeah they're just like this weird gray like the color of your monitor it's like so much of what mcdonald's does is fake it would cost them like another penny to just put some black food coloring in that like they clearly do to their other burgers Uh uh-huh they got to make it like Space Alien Corpse gray when you rip off the sauce. They should make it Space Alien Corpse pink. At least that way I would believe it might be me. Yes, exactly. Oh, all right. This last voicemail is called Gym Monster. Hey, serious. You can't play Hearthstone on your phone at the gym. You're a monster. The best you can do is maybe like try and do another exercise (laughs) or push-ups or sit-ups or something, but you can't play Hearthstone on your phone for like two or three minutes at a time. That makes you a gym monster. Yeah, I told you. That was wrong and fucked up. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy here. I'm sorry. I was on the bench the other day, and I was like, there's no way I'm taking eight minutes between sets. So I did. I I pumped out a quick 10, and then I started playing Hearthstone. I I looked at the clock. And I was like, now when would I naturally pick up that seven minutes had gone by between sets? Oh my goodness. In my mind, it was like 30 seconds. It was seven real life minutes. And I was like, I started to almost have a panic attack under the bar. I was like, I'm a monster. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine everybody there wants to kick your fucking ass. You were taking like an hour on that one bench no in a new york city gym where there's like one of everything i didn't thanks to you listeners (laughs) you've made me a better pro look much like we hopefully make your week better you've made me a better person because now i bump i do the things i look i look at the clock i let a minute go by i do the thing again no more hearthstone Good. Yes. See, we did it. Thank you for the guy who called in for knocking it in, like solidifying, driving it home that you can't be doing that shit, bro. Okay. I've been, I hope I've been sufficiently chastened. I feel humble. Yeah, you have been publicly flogged and now we forgive you. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Loudest Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. You want to leave a voicemail for us, you call 848-863-5343. Send an email, you record a little voice note on your iPhone, you attach it to an email, and then you email it to the loudestpodcast at gmail.com. 
Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into that EG's website because it's pretty nuts. It's real funny, and I hope the copy doesn't change at all. Oh, it certainly won't. We, we also got to talk about how Nathan, how Disney got, clearly contacted Nathan. Hey, guys, what if I told you there was a Shopify store and you could use Siri on it? Ah, but that's, that's not worth an app, right? It's not what it is, though. Yes, it is. It's not. It's dumb. <laughs> it's, all right, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs>